Listener Production. Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm your host, Ruby Harris. Broadsheet editors get a lot of questions about what we're eating, drinking, and doing. So every Thursday in 2024, we're going off script and finding out what the office is excited about, from new openings to the best thing they ate this week. Today, I'm joined by Broadsheet's national editor, Michael Harry. Michael, thank you for joining me. No problems, Ruby. First off, what was the best thing you ate this week? I actually just got back from a couple of days in Vietnam over the break, which was so cool. And I would highly recommend anyone just jump on a plane and go. It's eight hours away, a little bit further than Bali. Super delicious street food, particularly. Obviously, there's like all the classics like pho, banh mi, bun cha, which are everywhere and amazing and cheap and delicious. But there were actually a couple of other ones that were everywhere that I don't really see as much in Melbourne. One of those was a pork-based, very similar to pho soup. It's called ho chu. Okay, talk us through it. Basically, this is like a, a really deep pork broth and you can get it kind of customized. I had like pork knuckle and fresh squid and it's got all the noodles and kind of pickles and um, bean shoots as well. But just that broth is so much deeper than a fur, which is usually made with beef or chicken. And there's this sauce that goes with it, like a condiment. It's like a bright green sauce and it's like basically just chilies and condensed milk and like maybe some vinegar and salt. So it's like turbo sweet, turbo salty, savory, spicy, and, and you put it in the soup. And I basically just never had anything like this soup before. It was like so restorative, transformative, and just yummy. So my mission is to find it in Melbourne. And there is something about eating a soup like that that's like spicy, hot in those climates yeah you just kind of feel cleansed yeah so this is like a a religious experience (laughs) yeah absolutely so this is a specialty in saigon or ho chi minh city so the south where they kind of dial up the flavors a lot more than in the north yeah so yeah there's actually i've noticed a a restaurant called ho tu go on map in footscray so it's got it in the name i'm going to check it out they must have it it's in the name (laughs) yeah it's a safe bet (laughs) yeah and there was another dish. It's called ban kun, yep. which is like a rice paper roll, but kind of its its own entire thing. And it's like a, a rice flour batter, which they cook and steam. And then they fill with like beautiful sort of minced pork or minced, minced beef, um, woodier mushrooms, shallots. And they kind of roll it up into this beautiful silky, um, it's a bit like a, maybe like a Chinese like um, chuang fan mm-hmm. or that classic Vietnamese rice paper roll, but super fresh and kind of squishy. And you dump a whole lot of nok charm on it that spicy sweet everything yeah. sauce fish sauce and it's it's just incredible so um i gotta find that in melbourne too there's yeah. a place called zwan ban kwan that was my next question okay where's that <laughs> <laughs> that's in sunshine so we're finding okay. both of these restaurants in the west um so perfect yeah, so um, we're going to footscray and we're going to sunshine this week and yeah we're in, hoping- in a homage to find these beautiful yes. <laughs> vietnamese dishes so michael obviously It's been summer holidays. We've had a bit of a break. What news have I missed? I need you to catch me up. Well, look, there's there's definitely a lot of venues opening up uh, in the new year. A couple of my favorites. Uh, there's one that opened at the beginning of January called Brico, which is in Carlton North. It's taken over the old Little Andorra space, which in turn used to be the old Tansy space. So there's a lot of kind of hospo love in that corner spot. It's really beautiful, kind of choked in vines and a, a great kind of classic wine bar space drenched in light. And, and they've just kind of tweaked it and modernized it a little bit. Beautiful wine bar menu. And there's just some incredible hospital pedigree behind this place. It's been taken over by two couples, hasn't it? 
Yes, that's right. So they all met in London, this crew. So it's Josh Begby, who used to run Bar Liberty. He worked at a place called Braun in London. His partner, Robin, was front of house of the Quality Chop House, which is very cool in London. Yeah. And their mate, Phil Bracey, owned a place called P. Franco, which is kind of another like lauded wine bar in London. And then his partner, Tegan, does design for food and drink. So there's this kind of total powerhouse there. And then they brought in the chef, Simon Ballsmith, um, who worked at a hotspot in London called Bright. Yep. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's like a, a complete like racehorse pedigree here. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like a joining of the two <laughs> powerful couples, bring in a chef, <laughs> ready yeah. to go, kitchen's and, up and running. Yeah, and just um, give us something new. So uh, it's, you know, it's very much beautiful wine food. Um, the fridge is bursting full of um, nat- natural wines and kind of lesser known drops. So I had a just a classic crudite there, but it was like these veggies had just been like plucked directly from the garden into my mouth, like just the crunchiest radishes swiped through this ultra salty, fresh uh, terramasalata. So beautiful. yum. It's it's just like a very simple menu, but everything's executed perfectly. Yeah, I think it's like we love a wine bar in the inner north, obviously. And they hit the spot in summer when you can sit outside and they also fill that cozy need in winter. So that's mm. perfect timing. Good all year round. Plus a, a freshen up of a much loved site. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of that, another one of the hot news items in recent times is we finally know where Cafe Neon, the place that I've been banging on all of 2023 about has got a new site and a permanent site at the Melbourne Supper Club. And that is a very exciting one because Cafe Nan was only ever meant to be a very temporary pop-up. It got extended. Now it's been permanently extended. Yeah. I have had a few really great nights at Cafe Neon. I'm a big fan. I know. It's like, why are you closing this? Because Yeah, it's I was like, like, I don't want you to leave. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's, it's all about what's going into that space. The old space, which was self-preservation, is yeah. e- earmarked for something else. A Japanese restaurant. Yeah. So they needed a new space and Con Christopoulos, who owns that building and, and several great restaurants, had the Melbourne Supper Club. And they they think that they can bring like that 1950s, like Athens vibe, you know, perfectly to resurrect it in that space. Yeah, I can absolutely see it there. And I will absolutely be going there when it opens, I believe on February 7th. February 7th. So we're close. Yeah. We're nearly there. I've already booked. <laughs> oh, have you? <laughs> it's if you haven't been, it's... It's such a no, it's such a good vibe. I feel like every time you go, you have a bit of a different experience mm. and the food's great. Yeah, for sure. Classic Greek. And lastly, Melbourne Food and Wine Festival is upon us. Yes, uh, finally. Best time of the year. Yes. So they've got a 10 day program, 300 plus events running from March 15 to 24. Tickets are on sale as we speak. So we've got a very exciting collaboration as part of Melbourne Food and Wine Festival this year Francois and Hector's Deli. Plus broadsheet. Plus broadsheet. Plus us, of course. A meeting of the minds. Um, uh, our fantastic. two favourites. <laughs> yeah, our two favourites together at last. It's um, kind of a strange mix, but how are they going to be coming together for this collab? You kind of can't envision it until you can. And then you're like, yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> March 21st and March 22nd, Hector's Deli is going to transform into Francois. This is the um, Fitzroy location. The Fitzroy location. Mm-hmm. I'll run you through some menu highlights because mm. that's what we want to know. Yeah, what's to eat? A sirloin steak sandwich, yes. which you can imagine Hector's Deli and Francois pulling that off together is going to be... That beautiful beef. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And of course, comes with a side of the top secret pepper sauce. So oh, you had that pepper sauce? Yes. It's and really, really good. I haven't been to Francois <laughs> in ages and I think 
that this is going to be my next visit. Yeah. Francois Hector's meeting of the minds. Yeah. Oh, it's like the, that pepper sauce is popping. I don't know how much pepper they actually put in it, but it's like peppery, creamy. It's, yeah, super peppery. Yeah. And of course, the shoestring fries are yeah. on the menu. So yeah. we're covered. Bring it on. There's going to be wine. There's two seatings each night. So there's a few chances to get down. Tickets are on sale. So I wouldn't hesitate if yes. you're keen to go. I would get those tickets. Absolutely. Lock it in. <laughs> When you work at Broadsheet, you get a lot of, where should I go for dinner? Where should I go with a person who's fussy? Where should I go on a date? We get a lot of those questions. So we asked our audience, what do you want to know? What do you want us to tell you? We're finally tackling the list. Taking it to the This week's question. I have a date with someone who I really want to impress. Where is the best spot to have a drink outside? My mind immediately goes to the courtyard at Dastasio Carlton. Oh, that's fancy. It is a bit fancy, but that's someone you'll you really impress like. Someone. If you're <laughs> yeah. looking to impress someone, you're going to impress them. The keyword being impress. Impress. Here. Yeah. I mean, this sounds like it's early days in the dating. This I think. Person. Yeah, early days. Maybe not first date. First date is. I think you got to be like very cash, non-committal. You can escape at any time. Yes. Lots of people around. Maybe outdoors, right? Yeah. Noise. So, yeah. So I'm thinking like Arbury mm. or like a pub like um, Royal Oak or Sporting Club or sta- the Standard. Yeah. I mean, that, that you want something casual. Cred, right? Yeah. Are you also, I think you want something casual where if it doesn't go so well, you can just kind of have a drink and call it a night. Yeah. But if it does go well, you can stay. And you don't want it to be too empty where people are tuning into your vibe and conversation or like, yes. I, th- that's a, a date no no. You want to feel like you're kind of alone in the space. Yeah. In that, or like no one's looking at you. Yeah. You don't want anyone. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no staring. <laughs> Yeah. Johnny's also. Johnny's Green Room. I reckon. That'd be cool. Over the summer. That's just been outside. revamped and rejuiced. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. That's impressive. Cool. You know, if the other person doesn't know their way around so much, you can impress them with a new spot. And spectacular views. Yeah, beautiful views. Mm. I, like, it's been a while since I've been dating, but I always used to like Embla as a really, like, yeah. killer baller date place it's dark it's like there's kind of like high tables and stools the, the staff are super cool you can just dip in and out of the menu you can have a couple of snacks great wine and if someone hasn't been there before it's just a real it seals the deal yeah no i agree yeah. with that it was maybe a bit of a rough summer weather wise but mm. it seems like we finally hit the sweet spot a purple it's warm. patch yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knows how long it'll last but Mm-hmm. We're enjoying it for now. Yeah. Obviously, iced coffees are on the menu. Mm-hmm. Iced coffees in the office, it's it's a conversation. Yes, <laughs> Of where the best ones are. Certainly around our area. Yeah. Like I, in preparation for this chat, I went and had the Hector's Deli special spritz that they have, which the I've, I've never had before. Oh, iced coffee had spritz. It. No, until now. It's very sweet. It's like, um, it's almost tasted like um, a melted Calippo icy pole inside like spiked with cold brew. It's a bit of a treat. Yeah, it's a it's treat. Not like a, yeah, it's a treat coffee. I yeah. personally, I'm not the biggest fan of sparkling, of like soda water and sparkling water. So my go-to when I'm here in the podcast studio, just around the corner is to go to Juniper mm. and to get the iced coffee frappe. Oh, wow. And is that like a kind of old school? It's also a treat. <laughs> it's yeah, a treat. yeah. You, you've kind of got your like morning coffees. Yeah, it's not your morning and coffees. And then you got your, your treat, treat It's like, it's beautiful. It's Tell kind of like it. those Greek coffees. I don't know. They had a bit of a moment sort of at the very start of COVID lockdowns that mm. you could make at home and you'd whip, you sort of whip the milk and you, or you whip the coffee and you do a whole presentation. The frappe. Yeah, it's a, it's a frappe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a leveled up 
Starbucks frappe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've always liked a frappuccino. Speaking yeah. of treat coffees, I know it's like no, no, no. corporate conglomerate terrible, but how Love good is a frappuccino? a frappuccino. Caramel frappuccino hits <laughs> yeah. the spot. Yeah. In America, they're mad for an iced coffee. Like, it's everywhere, you know, and there's like real like battery juice, um, yeah. heart starter, kind of like black coffee, splash of milk, squirt of syrup in a big old, you know, usually plastic terrible cup. Yeah, of course. Um, like and a you, can just, you can just go on it all morning. Yeah. Slash all day. I just want to find more like that in Melbourne. Yeah. Like, and it, we also there published we, a story recently, which was like, why are iced coffees so expensive? They do break the bank. It's kind of good that we only get like three weeks of the year where it's yeah. warm and we can have them. Yeah. It's like if you think like making it hot and more milky would be more of an investment, but yeah. it seems the ice and the cup is is more. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's in the cup. <laughs> it's all in the cup. But I find Burnside for me, Corner of Gertrude and Smith does a really great iced coffee. Um, no messing around. Just like the... iced latte. Strong iced latte. Yeah. yeah. What, do you change the milk or what do you, what's your milk? No, choice? I'm straight no, up milk. Straight up milk. Unless I'm like, you know, feel, feeling virtuous, I might ask for skim. Although they probably don't yeah. have skim at Burnside. It's yeah, one of those places. Like, yeah. The one that I will say that is a good morning coffee, but if you're looking for something a bit different, is from Terra Twilight on Johnson Street. So just around the corner from our office, the coconut cold brew. Yeah. Because it's not too sweet. It's not too much of anything. It's a cold brew with just like a nice a bit of coconut flavor through it. Is it a bit like um, just that summery reef oil? Yeah. Like coconutiness. Yeah. It's fresh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, if you're looking for a new morning iced coffee that's a bit different, it's the coconut cold brew from Terra Twilight. That's on the list. That's it for today. I'll be back next Thursday with another guest.